You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast. Today we have a really special episode. I spoke to Yvette de Sarklis recently about her journey with running. It's been a very on and off sort of journey. She's got five children and she's had weight loss surgery and lots of other things have gone on in her life. So enjoy this really raw conversation with Yvette. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, I am talking to Yvette de Sarklis. Welcome, Yvette. Hello. <laughs> Hello. She waved everyone just for those of you who don't I know. <laughs> on the audio. <laughs> now, recently. Typical, typical me. <laughs> recently, we're not going to do the whole thing in sign language. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, recently, yeah. we spoke to um, Yvette's husband, Tony. I can't, I should remember. I don't know what number episode, but I'll put it in the show notes so that those of you who want to can go back and and listen to uh, to Tony's, which is full of stories. It's very anecdotal, your husband. He likes to <laughs> tell a story. Yeah, I learned uh, something about him I didn't know. Actually. Oh, I love that. That was interesting. <laughs> I love that. Oh, you have to tell me about that later. <laughs> yeah. All right. But however, today's yeah. all about you, Yvette. So okay. let's, start, let's start with where yeah. you grew up. Tell me a bit about your background. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm Tassie born and born in Launceston. Um, my parents divorced when I was about five. So I did move to Deloraine for a little bit, had three oh, years wow. there when I was about, I think, five or six. And then yeah. um, then circumstances brought us back to um, mum was remarried and we moved back to Launceston. We yeah. lived up Mowbray. So I, from grade three onwards, and that's when I probably, a lot of my memories, you know, started too. Because um, yeah. when you're really little, you don't always remember, you know, um, under a certain age um so I grew up going to Mybro Primary and then Brooks yeah. High School Allenvale and um uni and off your, uni off your take life. one yep wow so <laughs> yeah. well going back a couple of steps do you have many siblings what's your family look like? no um my family is my mum and my dad um well my dad's passed away quite a long time ago now okay um and uh and I have a brother okay. um yeah. And so when you were at school, what did you think of sport? Huh. Um, I shouldn't laugh. I, I, I wasn't opposed to it. I actually did every team sport you can think of. I was very musical. Um, yeah. So I, I did, I learned the recorder and the flute and, and went to band camps and things like that. But I also oh, loved cool. my net, my netball. Yeah. Um, I loved netball, loved, loved softball and back. Um, back at Mowbray Primary back then, you know, it was it was a big thing. Um, um, afternoon sport, five, six sport, three, four sport. You had yeah. three, four sport first. Um, and even I was telling someone the other day, the running carnival was printed on um, a booklet. Your names were all listed. All your times were listed um, compared to what kids do now. And my wow. kids have done. Um, yeah. So... I did lots of team sports, um, did swimming. I was a big swimmer. 
swimming was probably one thing I found quite easy, but my sinuses didn't like the chlorine so much, so I didn't continue with it. But even now I can hop back in the pool and do a K and I'll be okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm not the best swimmer, but I, I can swim. And yeah. I can get away, I can get away with looking like I no, you know don't. what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I do have a weak kick style, but yeah. <laughs> so you said um, you enjoyed you enjoyed um, sport though at, at school. That was something you actually looked forward to. And then even um, in my oh god, my dogs are in the background barking. Sorry, That's fine. I've got um, some here too. <laughs> um, I did soccer for when I was about 17 I joined a soccer club the one that my brother was in white eagles and did that mm-hmm. um and my fitness improved greatly with that because it was a step up from anything at high school um but uh and oh indoor volleyball if anyone ever wow. remembers that loved indoor volleyball I loved that so much hated indoor cricket that's just just a disgusting sport <laughs> um <laughs> that was hideous but um I gave I gave a lot a lot of go I just didn't give running a go okay. at high school or primary school. Even though, um, what about when, you know, the yeah. carnivals and cross country where everyone was kind of told they needed to do it? Oh, that was just dread. Yeah. Well, I mean, the story I was telling someone yesterday was this. Um, in grade six, I was the school, I was the captain of um, the yellow team. What yeah. we were, we were. And there was probably only three three or four of that girls that were in grade six. And so I didn't really have to fight it out with many people to get that captain. <laughs> then I was the fastest out of them all, which wasn't a good thing because then I had to literally, I remember grade six having to, my name was in every event <sighs> because I had I had the best for the yellow people. Yeah. Didn't mean I was the best overall. It was just <laughs> the yellows. So I remember standing on the 1500 line about to start saying to the PE teacher, who really wasn't very sympathetic to my, um, Your you know, <laughs> my breathlessness that was about to begin, was supposed to happen. I said, you know, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to breathe? She just said, in and out. That was her big advice. Ah. was in and out. I don't remember being any, any good that day. Um, actually, my mum had an accident that day. That was the only oh. thing I do remember. She went into hospital. She cut a finger, but that, off point. But yeah, I don't remember anything good about the running that day, other than oh. there was a lot of <laughs> <laughs> breathing. So that coloured, which was horrible. Think, do you think some of that sort of coloured how you felt about running for the rest of your, you know, school schooling? Yeah, torture. Mm. Torture. It's never been an easy thing, and I don't recall. Oh, anything about high school running apart from and anyone who grew up in the um, or went to high school in the late 80s or early 80s, whenever, mm-hmm. the hurdles don't look like what they look like now. They yeah. were timber. <laughs> they were thick. And I remember running, shin hitting the, the hurdle in probably grade seven. And so that was probably it. I probably Ouch. got myself out of um, running carnivals from then on, maybe. <laughs> And cross country, well, that's a whole nother fun oh day. Oh my gosh, so, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So no, um, it, running was never for me, really. Yeah. Funny Even enough. though probably <laughs> some of the sports, yeah. apart from swimming, that you mentioned involve some running. <gasps> it's just not. Um, there you go. Yes. Now I've got dogs barking. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, and they do. And in and I do remember in um, and it's interesting to think about when I did play that season um, for White Eagles when I was 17, 18, um, my fitness really had to improve and it was back at Dover um, and you'll remember Dover Village where we did have an LRC run for many years um, and we would literally be told to run up and down the bank. If, if we played bad, we were up and down the bank all night long in our training session. So I tried to incorporate incorporate a little bit of running jogging some nights at home and so I lived at Connaught Crescent at the time and so I would run up up Connaught Crescent and then back down to the house and really I was only running for eight minutes and that was it I was done and that's the wall though I don't I didn't realize that till years later but but I only just got through that wall or if I'd started on a flat surface running (laughs) it might have been a bit easier (laughs) for me but I do recall starting to think of myself as a runner because my fitness was increasing a little bit when I was 17 but then after I did that season I yeah that's hilarious then my running didn't happen either you were running for about five minutes up hills (laughs) and you were starting to think you were a runner when you were 17 did you say yeah yeah Yeah, about 17 yeah so it, it wasn't very successful, but I certainly my fitness got a little bit better and I, I enjoyed it. But that was I didn't go back to soccer the next year. That was it. Oh. And that was probably the last time I ran in a really long time. Wow. If I, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, well, we'll find out shortly when you did start running again as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> so when you said you went to university first off, you know, yeah. the second First time, that was the word you said. First time. (laughs) What did you do when you first went to uni? Well, I tossed up between two things. It was going to be teacher or nursing. I loved children and I really liked the caregiving side of nursing, but I just didn't have the confidence for nursing. So um, teaching was what I went to do. Um, So I did my Bachelor of Education primary. Mm -hmm. But I only taught for about a year, I I um I wasn't keen on moving away and like a lot of teachers probably still now they need to do that they need mm-hmm. to move away to the country schools my dad was um was ill um he'd been diagnosed with a disease mm. um in about 95 my second year of teaching yeah. degree and so I didn't really want to leave him although I did eventually leave Launceston um and I just met Tony and I didn't really want to leave him either and, and and probably not brave enough. I, I was, I, I, I always joke and say I didn't really grow up until I was 30. I was very nervous, Nelly, about things like that. So I did my teaching and didn't really teach for very long, about a year. And in Tassie, Only an, an, in Tassie you get sent to places like Winalea and, um, and yeah. down the West Coast um, yeah. to teach. Like, well, student teachers, young teachers tend to get those That's kind right. of gigs and ring of rumor and places yeah i did a, i did a placement at ring of rumor actually oh, there you go. um but yeah but no and i don't i don't think i had the confidence in myself to um i think to be a teacher you need to be pretty brilliant mm. um and and i wanted to be inspiring and and be able to um make teach these little people and make an impact and i just don't think i had um 
had that in me. But looking back now, I'd make a much better teacher now mm-hmm. if I was to do that, which I'm not going to. But yeah. I kind of, but but now I'm a nurse now, and so and I and I do a lot of precepting and yeah. teaching and education now too. So I think that was I do like to to help people in that way. Yeah. So it's so, come, I mean, it's come it, full circle in a way. And it, you know what you did do happened that way for a reason, you know, so that you could, yeah. as you said, um, part of your nursing yeah, is an education role. So that's kind yeah. of led into that too, to a degree, hasn't it? There's just, just the hex that I had was the only regret. <laughs> <laughs> and and for a long time I had to, I, there was a bit of embarrassment about having that degree because I ended up going and working in call centres. Okay. Um, I can talk, you see. Um, <laughs> no, really? And, um, <laughs> and so I did call centre work in Telstra and Vodafone and Telstra um, again. And and so in the end, you've got to make some money and you've got to provide for yeah. yourself or your family. So I had to just do what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, and then I was, and then I was a stay-at-home mum for a while too. Wow. So, so when did you have your first child? Um, well, we'd moved to Hobart in two thousand, uh, no, in ninety-nine. Um, and after we got married in early two thousand, um, we got pregnant with Belle. My, so she was born at the end of November, very early. Yeah. If anyone's doing the math, um, <laughs> she was born premature. And so after she was born premature, um, and just wanting to have our family, um, not that I have a large family or, yeah. or Tony, um, we came back to Launceston mm-hmm. in. Um, early 2001 with Isabella and then a year later I was pregnant with the twins so we had three under 20 months wow and, I, I do feel like yeah. um you know you said you didn't have a large family and Tony didn't have a large family <laughs> I feel like you've made up for that in both of your families we did we did but it was never it was never discussed in fact when we decided to start trying for a baby we weren't even married wow. um it was a it was just a discussion we had one Sunday afternoon <laughs> and and I said, do you want to have a baby? Because yeah, I want to have a baby. Because Tony's five years older than me. Okay. Um, and so he, um, you know, he was thinking things differently. We had booked the wedding, but we hadn't um, obviously we weren't married yet. So, but we didn't get pregnant until after we got married. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, we didn't decide on five kids. In fact, after the fourth, we weren't having any more. Uh huh. Um, but once, but then George came along. <laughs> <laughs> and and he we were both done then we were both no this feels completely right now it just it was like you know when you exhale and your shoulders go down after George was it was like ah, we're just done now it was just lovely yeah yeah oh, that's nice yeah from a mother was. a fellow mother of uh of five <laughs> myself yeah. Yeah. I actually was pretty good yeah. after two <laughs> Sure. Uh, yeah, we didn't expect twins. That the yeah. twins was, you know, yeah, that yeah. that was interesting. And as most people who know us know, our kids were all preemie too. Yes. Um, we weren't. I wasn't a very good incubator, but we were very lucky and blessed that they were okay. And it hasn't stopped them. Yeah. Um, at right. all. I yeah. mean, it, yeah, and they're all over my height. So, yeah. and I'm pretty tall. So, yeah, they are. They yeah. are. That's mm. crazy. You know, uh, in my mm. family, I'm one of four, five, sort of. I've got a half-sister as well. But in my uh, four siblings, I'm the only one who's not a twin. One one of the twins um, died at birth, but I'm the only one who's not a twin. So there's a a lot of twins in my family as well. We had identical and not identical in our our, Ah, right. So mum was a bit special, you know, (laughs) having 
both ways, you know. Uh, anyway. Oh, definitely. So the I freak think of nature and maternal. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I think I'm the special one though, because I'm the one who's not a twin. Because I yeah. came into the world without being. Anyway, that's that's my <laughs> twin story for you. <laughs> And I remember um, actually when we had Sebastian, our number five, who was an ac- complete accident, um, I remember thinking, uh, oh, my gosh, you better not be twins. <laughs> Just sort of <laughs> I was exactly the same because when we moved to our, our home here in Perth, that was 2005, I was pregnant with Harry at the time and people thought we were a bit mad moving into a three-bedroom home and even when George came along, everyone was like, well, are you going to move? Are you going to extend? I'm like, no, no. So we've raised our family in a 12-square home, wow. three bedrooms. Okay. And I hope I hope that our children, I know one daughter won't ever probably forgive me for not having her own room, um, <laughs> but I hope they appreciate it in years to come. Yeah. That love grows in little houses, they say. So. <laughs> nice and close. They get nice and close yeah. together. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So tell me, when did adult Yvette decide that running would be something she'd give a go? Well, um, I was, um, and this is not about body image or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I was physically overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, I was overweight. Um, I Tony can eat what he wants. And yeah. probably I just was, <laughs> I, I came along for the ride, but I can't eat what I want. My body doesn't allow me to do that, never has. I, I have a poor metabolism. Um, I don't feel full like yeah. normal people do. So I always struggled with my weight. And um, and with each pregnancy, a lot of women do gain weight. Well, mm. then I had mine, you know, I had a lot of pregnancies together. So I decided in about 2007 after chatting to a neighbor who'd had weight loss surgery to have weight loss surgery okay and so I did that um very top secret didn't tell anybody mm-hmm. um because I didn't want to not succeed yeah. so I had weight loss surgery in, in March 2007 and from that I up until um getting pregnant with George I'd lost about 50 kilos and so about 2008 I think I probably went for my first run Mm -hmm. um and we had joined the running club in 2006 when George oh sorry not George Harry was born he came along um in the front pack with even with the NG tube still in his nose teeny tiny little boy um and I was heavily overweight then too and so joining the club and then getting the kids to join the club mm. was was really lovely and and you do admire people who you see running like I admire Tony um and my kids doing it especially um so thankful that they have that ability because I never felt like I did mm. so yeah. when I joined their club you know the runners um yeah. I remember the first night I successfully ran past that wall and then I got home and hopped in the car before watches, um, hopped in the car and measured the run <laughs> to see how long I'd run around Perth. Um, but I do remember a previous run to that. I was at the gym and I ran for 10 minutes on the treadmill and I literally stopped, hopped on the phone and rang Tony to tell oh. him because I was so excited. And he said, now go do it on the road. <laughs> he didn't even say well done. 
Oh, on the road. But it's true. It's easy to do on a treadmill. I get that. I know that now. <laughs> but at the time, it kind of gutted me a little tiny bit. Oh. But um, but no, that was when I started. Probably oh wait, um, I think that's when I did Bernie Ten, mm-hmm. maybe, or was that two thousand and nine? It was around that time. Mm. So Tony ran Bernie Ten with me, um, and it took me. I was over seven minute Ks for that. It took me over. I think it was one, one thirteen. That's awesome. Like that. That's fantastic. But I did it without stopping, and and I yeah, and so that was a huge achievement, very much so. I'd never imagined that I'd ever be able to run ten k, um, and 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 doing it with Tony there was lovely. He did step over the finish line before me. What? Which was a bit naughty. <laughs> He got a bit. He got a bit in trouble from work, some of his workmates that noticed that in the paper. <laughs> Hang on a second. Your, your time's better than hers by a couple of seconds. <laughs> oh. But he, but he, um, yeah, he uh, he would go and grab the drinks for me and bring them back. Oh. <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. I just had to keep going straight Let's ahead. Go. I didn't have to divert. <laughs> Such a strange runner, though. Like, because I, I can't handle it if if I get in front of someone and then they catch me back and then they go in front of me. Yeah, yes. I get. I'm, I'm. I'm an aggressive runner, so I'm like, you know, they're in front of me again, but I just passed them. This is ridiculous. So then I try again. <laughs> well, that was what I was like back then. But yeah, that was that was my first big run, and I probably did a few LRCs, maybe either in 2009, 2010. Um, I know I did. Um, low head. I really love the low head run. Yeah, it's said the lighthouse. I don't know why. I just do, even though it's windy. Um, and and then in two thousand and ten, no, 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 it was two thousand and nine. Tony did the marathon in Melbourne for the first time, and I came mm. and I did the five k. The year that they mucked up the course, <laughs> and it wasn't five k, and I knew that. Um, they 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 don't realize how devastating that was for me. And they mucked up that measurement because I was heading back into the MCG and I was looking at my watch and I was under 30 minutes by a long way. And I knew that, and I knew that that wasn't right. And I said to the girls next to me, what time? And I'm running along, jogging, not breathing. And I'm like, what time do you normally do the 5K? (laughs) Like an idiot. Anyway, turns out it was what, 4.5 or 4.7 that we only ran. Mm. I didn't know that. But, I guess um, because I was probably running the marathon. <laughs> you were, you did the marathon that year, yeah. Um, but I knew it. I went. We went back to the hotel, and I was in the bath, and I had the map in front of me, and I'm like, "No, I went that way, and I went that way," because I was thinking, "Did I did I run the wrong way? What was going on? I it, I had to be my fault, not uh. the not the Melbourne uh, marathon people. But no, they told us about a week later that they'd mucked up. But oh. the good thing was, when you recalculated my time. I still ran like it still would have been a 29 minute 5k which for me was awesome absolutely amazing yeah (laughs) that's the best I've ever got that year and I don't think I'll ever get that good with a 5k ever again (laughs) never say never who knows oh I don't know but that's okay that's okay yeah Yeah. it's I guess it's I guess that's how do you find your running now are you is it goal? Like, oh. do you have like a races that you're thinking of, or do you just do it because it's what's in your weekly I'm, schedule, or how do, how does that look? There, there's nothing. There's nothing about running in my life 
that is scheduled. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, until last week, I hadn't run in probably six months. Okay. And that's not not unusual for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so over the years, it, it's probably depending on my weight too. So, you know, lap bands, um, are pr- weight loss surgery and lap bands are known to have success and then they drop off. Okay. The, your brain starts to mm-hmm. get used to it. Um, and so my weight has fluctuated. Plus I had a ba- another baby in there and, um, and I decided last year after having my lap band out in the end of 2020 um, that I would try and do this weight loss journey by myself. I'd try and eat better, get fit. And so I yep. invested in a PT and, and you would have seen me more there last year at LIC. And last year was probably the most I've ever ran at LRC, which was yeah. great. And then I did the women's 5K, which was really special because one of my friends was um, going through treatment for ovarian cancer at the time. And so the day I was just uh, an emotional mess. But I did really well. And um, on that day, I got a PB, um, not as good as the Melbourne one, <laughs> but one that it was it was close to my time. I did, I did the 5K back in probably 09 or something like that. Um, and so I was pretty chuffed that I'd managed to pull some sort of um, time <laughs> together that day. But That's um, awesome. but then I had I didn't run a lot after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was September last year. I, but I'm like that. So if we decided to do Bruny Island as a family, I would start preparing for that, and I would run run there and manage eight k's all up mm-hmm. throughout the day at Bruny. And we've done that three times. But I'm not someone or apart from a probably a six-month time last year. I'm not someone who gets up and says, I'm going to run this today or I'm going to come home and run. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't put my running first and I don't put me first uh-huh. very well. And there, so, is a, there is a big yeah. acorn in there, isn't there? <laughs> big yeah. to crack. It is and it's hard. And so last year I tried to do that and mm-hmm. – um, and I did so pretty successfully. I would come home on certain days, but I've got a new job at the moment too, which I'm a bit more tired from just mentally. And mm-hmm. it's probably when I need to run, probably have exercise. Mm. But um, And I've gone through weight loss surgery again this year, mm-hmm. which I didn't really make. Um, I haven't been to LRC this year at all because I was recovering from the surgery as well. Yeah. Um, so... I, I have to reduce the load on my body to be yeah. able to 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 run um, without too much pain. So I know my knees are not wonderful and I have arthritis in my hip, uh, my right hip. So um, I'm trying to navigate that journey around mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Does that makes sense? Yeah. So I went for a run last week after tea and I can always pull two Ks out. I, I, I think once you learn to be a runner, you don't forget it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and even though it may be, ugh, didn't really enjoy that, but you still do it. And I mean, like, run for two to three Ks without stopping. And I, yeah. I, I still think, well, I'm really happy with that, that I was That's managed awesome. to do that without running for six months. My body somehow remembers how to do that. Has muscle memory. But, mm. Yeah. But it's not, but I'm not a consistent runner. I don't have things I have to tick off. I don't need it for my mental health. Mm-hmm. Although maybe I do, <laughs> and <laughs> and I should push it, but you know, whereas Tony would 
if he's not able to run for an injury, he'll get really cross and crabby. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, yeah. get out there soon, run, <laughs> run, please. Um, I don't act that way <laughs> as such. Yeah. I, well, I don't think I do. Maybe I do. Like, yeah, everyone's probably says, oh, mum really should go for a walk. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I wish I had, because um, I, I don't call myself a runner because I don't feel like um, when I go to LRC or I go to the Melbourne Marathon with Tony or any marathon or Brittany Island, um, I don't feel the same as everybody else. I feel like I'm just playing dress-ups. Okay. That's interesting. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm not one of them. Yeah. Never had, I've never felt like I was in that group. Yeah. I was just outside of it. And it probably goes back to like primary school where I was pushed into every race when I didn't really want to be there or I didn't have the ability yet to be there. And so, yeah, I I feel indifferent about running. Yeah. That's fine. And you, but you have it Mm -hmm. as a tool. It's like a tool in your toolbox. It is. Yeah. You you know that you can pull out, especially because of the you know what you've done since two thousand and eight or whatever it's been. Yeah, um, you yeah. know that's something that you can use, which is very mm. powerful in itself. Um, the rest of it is identity that we choose to put on and off based on our life experiences. Um, so you know, it's sad that you yeah, don't necessarily it's... feel like you belong, but but that's I mean it's still that's a conversation yeah. you're having in your head. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's it, totally, it, it, totally it, what's is, in my head. Yeah, and you know that yeah. you're a clever lady. Yeah, it's 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 just I, I wish I felt those feelings that I think that you and Tony and <laughs> others feel about running. <laughs> I, I wish I felt that way, but mostly I feel like ugh. <laughs> I really should go for a run because I don't know if it's because I know it's a fit, it does help with your fitness. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I, I don't think about times too much in my head. I usually, when I'm running, I'm probably thinking about work or what I need to do when I get home or yeah. whose appointments, what there have I paid the rego in the car yeah. you know all of those things my yeah. mind's very busy and I don't know if that has anything to do with whether whether I just don't enjoy it like as much as I should I don't know do does you, anyone enjoy running do, they <laughs> I do. have a lot of thoughts about running <laughs> I, I, yeah they do um do you listen to anything when you're running or are you huh yeah music I'm always music. been listening to music yeah yeah because yeah. I very, find I ha- when I'm having like a day where it's like, and I, I mean, I don't want to run all the time either. That's like, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, but I, I do get grumpy if I don't go for a run for a while. <laughs> I have noticed that. Yeah. Um, but to get me out on the times I don't want to go, I'll often put on like a book or something that I do oh. want to listen to. Like it could be music, but for me, it's often a podcast or a book or something that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that tends to to get me more motivated because I'm not necessarily motivated in those occasions to do the run, but I'm motivated to listen to that whatever because otherwise I don't find time in my busy life to just listen to something. Like it's not unless I'm vacuuming or whatever and I don't do enough of that. So, mm. <laughs> so that's 
like I don't find those times you know, the way my life's set up to just listen to things. So that's yeah. the only time I can. Um, or yeah. I'll think of somewhere I've really wanted, I haven't run for ages that I love running or a new place. And so it, it becomes more the the sort of adventure <laughs> or the listening to yeah. something and, yeah. and rather than the run itself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. I was doing that a bit last year, actually. I was mm. running, um, running in town. Um, there was a run that would start near McDonald's at South Launceston and I'd go up mm-hmm. to um, Six Ways and then through um, back down to Howick Street, etc. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're running down here, you always feel like the best runner yeah, ever. It's lovely. <laughs> Love a bit of gravity. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> gravity, that's really good. I remember the same thing at Bruny Island. Um, I think I must have got one of the last legs at Bruny Island. It was downhill and I was just, Oh, this is so much easier. Um, <laughs> loving it silly as opposed to the ones where it was like steep hills upwards, um, which I got a few of those as well. But um, that loving yeah, it silly, that's, that's what we, that's yeah. what, so you have had that, the loving it silly bit. Mm. You know, I used to joke and say, I feel like an Olympian. My legs are going so fast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to love running to Longford too from here to the Little Laths. Um, that was back when I was training. Oh, I forgot I did run the bridge. I just remembered that. I did run the bridge in Hobart. Look at you. The 10K there. You're all yeah, over the running. That was fun. I really enjoyed that one. See? Although there was this, there was an 80-year-old man in front of me coming up Rosney Hill that was going faster than I was. Tony was, t- Tony was in my head, do not stop, do not stop, don't walk, don't walk, don't walk. <laughs> <laughs> he was very, very loud that day, Tony, in my head. Not physically there, but very loud in my head. But I do, I do have a lot of Tony in my head actually when I run because he'll say it's not about it's not about the distance, just just go for as long as you can, just yeah. go for as long as you can. So yeah, yeah. and find. But something there's always usually music. Mm. Okay, yeah, so but different. Yeah. When I think it's hard though when you are a busy mum or mm. you know or you work you you. It's hard to put yourself first and go well. Actually, I'm going to be late home because I'm going to stay in town and go for a run. Mm. I don't often do that. I feel like, and because I'm a shift worker too, I don't know if any mm. other nurses out there who work a lot of earlies feel like when I finally get home, I feel like there's this small amount of time before I have to go to bed yeah. to get up again. Yeah. So I and feel like I'm always like... very limited. Yeah. yeah. Since I feel like I'm, if, if I needed an hour for exercise, it's just going to cut into getting to getting ready for the next day. Yeah. And so in the last six months, that's where I've been. Yeah. struggling with that portion of life mm. yeah it's whereas cha- last year I was really good at not doing that last yeah. year I was no I'm going to take the dogs into town I'm going to take them for a walk up David Street I loved doing that with the dogs yeah um just to push myself more up David Street with two dogs two mm-hmm. big dogs <laughs> what a clever idea yeah. like sled dogs they can yeah. pull you up the hill yeah <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, After a, going through Elfin Road and that, yeah. <laughs> in in my world, the in you know, so entrepreneurial, the, there's always the pull mm-hmm. if you're not working or not, you know, w- yeah, when you work for yourself, it's kind of like you're all, either all on or, or all off. So when you do some study courses or whatever on how to be more productive and that kind of thing, they often will start you by saying, start with your you've got your calendar in front of you you to block out time for different things but you start Mm. with the things that are for you you know that's how a lot of these people phrase it so you start with 
Okay, this is – and so for me, I have um, – when I'm home, I have Tuesdays and Fridays that I just never – they're always blocked out in my calendar forever. And I know you can't do that if you're a shift worker because you're bouncing around all the time. But it, it's just that concept of a certain amount of time in a week or or whatever the period is mm. that is not negotiable <laughs> and it makes me a better yeah. better mum. And, you know, you know me, I've, I've run – since um since Nicola was born and she's now 28 so yeah. it's been a not negotiable through at least four of my children <laughs> so yeah. they've had to and that's, do that it's that just... makes complete sense mm. to me like I get that and and Tony has always done that for himself mm. and, and this is not a he's yeah he yeah. says she says sort of a thing yeah. at all because it's my choice in the end totally um but he he has done that for his running. I know that on a Sunday, that's he's going to be his long mm-hmm. one day. I know that Monday is his rest day. I know his schedule for his running. <laughs> I know that Tuesdays he usually runs at work during his lunch hour. If yeah. not, it'll be after. But I don't do that for myself. And that's, yeah, that's just yeah. me having to deal yeah. with that. I need to probably start thinking about it that way. There's also seasons. And I, I often oh, yeah. I find that a relief <laughs> yes. for me. Like, And the season doesn't have to be like, well, four months or something. A season yeah. could be four years or five years or, okay, the kids are all X age, you know, and now this is my new season or my yep. new. And so just because we've done things a particular way too, because we often get tied in these knots. I'm this, you know, I've always done yep. it this way and I'm always going to keep doing it this way. Reality is most of us will change. It's one of the things that are guaranteed in life if that's change, you know, and, mm. and, and when you come to a new season, you might think, think differently but also you'll find your time looks different and you'll be able to fit things yeah. in the way you want maybe who knows I, and but you might want other things too who knows yeah mm. I do I do regret being a sporadic runner I mm. wish I was more consistent with it I feel a bit foolish about it sometimes that I take no. six months do a year off and then I no, go with it or I might do it for a month and that's it for the whole year and if you go and find my Nike app you will see that <laughs> the old Nike app that I did, and even um, even um, what is it called? Um, Strava, Garmin app, uh, Strava. I haven't been on Strava for a really long time, but last year I was consistent. Like I, <laughs> I, I even, I was even putting putting away the wood as an activity. <laughs> you know, I was very into my fitness last year, um, and I had a friend who, um, together on our Apple watches, we would have competitions, which was so motivating. And I really need to do that again. Yeah. Um, it's just I, I just don't know why I can't be consistent with it. But like you said, maybe one day I will be. Yeah. I don't it's, know. I'll get through like, this hurdle with my hip and then we'll see. <laughs> giving yourself a break too. Like sometimes we Yeah. We're really good I'm at beating ourselves at up and Yeah. That's usually to no end. We're much better yeah. to say, okay. I've given that a go or whatever. I'm going to have a, a, a break. I'm not going to keep beating myself up. Tomorrow's a new day. I can choose to start at a different way if I want, you know. Yeah. And if I don't, yeah. that's fine. The next day will also be a new day. You know, otherwise mm-hmm. all we ever do is um, is get unhappy. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. someone said yeah. to me once, the purpose of life is to be happy if we can. <laughs> but knowing yeah. that there yeah. are lots of things that are, make us unhappy, outside our control as well so you know and and you've already got you guys have got so much going for you with 
with what you've we've done with your life and how you lead your life. I just think, um, and with your kids, and seeing yeah, you know, your kids are seeing you guys get out there, and and it's as I said before, it's part of your toolbox now. You know, their dad runs all the time. You run um, sporadically, as we just talked about. Yeah. And they yeah. all have, they've all been through um, running as well. Oh, and they've run together as a right. family as well. And I think all of that just shows um, the character of your family as well because in the future when your kids are going through struggles or or whatever happens in their lives, it's it's in their toolbox already. Yeah. It's not something that they're yeah. going to to have to um, to struggle with, which perhaps you've struggled with. You know, am I a runner or how can I run? It's not a skill I've ever had or I didn't want to. They've already passed that. That that bit's already in their toolbox, which I think is yeah. really nice. Mm. And they um I think one of the things I'm most proud of is those Bruni Island challenge days, you know, that mm. when we went down there three times and we did that as a family. It was it was so so much fun. It's so good to be a part of and lots of laughs. Um you know, even when Harry, you know, he we faked his age to get him in there the first time <laughs> so he could run and he did such a great job. Oh. And, you know, the kids are going through their own journeys with yeah. running too. Um, yeah. um, they all can do it. And, and Hope's, Hope's had a go in the last six months at having some runs. Um, Harry doesn't know how he feels about running and he's one of the – he's really good at running. <laughs> he's not loving it. Yeah. So he's going through that change and I was thinking about him – just yesterday, I thought, oh, he'll be he'll be like his dad one day. I'm sure he'll come back to it. Yeah, and and um, as you do, or he may not, but yeah, he's got it there if he wants it, which is exactly. lovely because yeah, I know that they're um they're physically capable of doing it, even though they may not like it that much <laughs> at <laughs> present. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, on those times when when you've been you know regularly running in some way. How did you get out the door when you didn't want to? Because I'm sure you didn't want to do it, like especially last year, for example. Was it yeah. having the, having um, friends that you were, you know, had the little competition? It was probably that. that. Kind of it was probably that trying to meet um, to close my circles for the day on my yeah. Apple Watch. Yeah, that I and I even um, listened to a podcast about that and um, and disagreed with everything they said because I found it completely so important. Yeah. Um, it was something I needed to do every day was to close those rings and mm-hmm. to get the challenge um, medal or whatever it yeah. is, the award yeah. that you get yeah. each month. Like I was motivated <laughs> plus, plus, plus. Even today we went to um, to we went to Agfest and I've had a look to see how many steps I've done. Yeah. So when I do have it on me, I am motivated by my Apple Watch. Um, if I go for a walk even now with the dogs and I don't press the walk feature, I'll be like, well, it really didn't happen. <laughs> I see. It actually makes me feel a bit sad. So it's like, <laughs> oh. Um, so that was one of the things, closing the rings every day and yeah. um, and um, hopefully beating my friends. <laughs> Not very competitive. Not very competitive. No, but it was it was so we were we were really loving those challenges and I it meant a lot to have that with her. Um, yeah. It was really wonderful. But I don't know. I was and. I think I didn't want to let my PT down too. I wanted to make yeah. sure I was keeping up my yeah. fitness. Mm-hmm. I sprained my ankle at one stage um, running the um, zigzag track last year and I was completely overwhelmed by that. Mm. That caused me a lot of grief yeah. because I was so fearful of gaining weight 
mm-hmm. again and putting the weight back on. And and I don't know, a lot of this is, there's, there's been many, many years where I've been heavier than I should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I'm just thinking in terms of health, you know, when yeah. I say I should should be a certain weight, that's for my body to, you know, my yeah. cardiovascular Domestic, system, yeah. for my bones to be, to the be mm-hmm. yeah, I just don't want a, a, a big load. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of fear about um, gaining weight as well. And some people are able to just not eat for a day and do that until they get to their goal weight. I'm just not that person. Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be silly like that um, either. So I don't know. My running and my weight loss, they go well together because they one can really help the other. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you find and I when, should do more of it? Do you find when you run more, you make different decisions about what food you eat? Like I, I personally find that when I'm say training for something that's kind of big, especially yeah. earlier on in yeah. my running, I was quite I would be less likely to eat food that I knew wasn't that good for me. That I'm perhaps um, I, I think so. I think so, especially in the last few years as well. I've become more smarter about the foods that I eat um, and have chosen more widely. Mm-hmm. I, um, and what fuels your body a bit better. And, and for eight months, I was seeing my PT, even though I don't think he believed me. I really did stick to his diet. Um, that's awesome. but my body my body wasn't being very kind to me just it's very 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 stubborn and um and so yeah I do look at what um I put into my body even today at Agfest you know I chose the wrong thing and I felt yuck for it um my mm. ugh. but you convenience sometimes is a real pain mm. yeah um as well so all these um, things are very, um, very common. Like, yeah, so many of us struggle with with weight loss and with you know making bad choices more consistently because I think we can all get away with making not great choices. Yeah, on a you know semi regular basis as long as it's not all the time. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and 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 that's how I raise my children too. Mm. We there's nothing that's off limits. It's just not going to be every day. And, mm. you know, we've got a type one, type one son as well. So it's important for me to make sure that George um, isn't on a diet. Mm. I don't want him on a diet. I don't want to be on a diet either. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe in healthy eating and in everything in moderation, but I don't want to be on a diet for the rest of my life. And mm. I don't want him to think because often with diabetes, people will then think, oh, they can't have an ice cream. They can't have a sugary mm. drink. They can. They mm. just need insulin to have that. Yeah, and he's not going to do it every day. Mm. But so I, we try to model that at home, and um, we always have. So nothing's off limits, but it's just not. You know, there's sometimes foods not everyday foods. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. we used to have often um, though when you, sorry, sorry, <laughs> we used to have sometimes dessert when you're but only once a week. Sorry. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, Tony's the sweet tooth in this family, so that's. I think you did tell me that. (laughs) Not me, though. I'm more savoury. But, um, oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. But I think sometimes when you are overweight, people just think you're making poor choices all the time. And so there's a bit of a stigma about that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm. Like a lot of the stuff I've been doing in the last few years uh, has been to do with um, us 
and our thoughts, like individually. Mm-hmm. And most things revolve around how we think about it. And a lot of the time we give way too much credence about what we think other people are thinking. It's oh, like, did you pick up on that from me? <laughs> I do think. No, we all do. Like I, I even do. me I speaking it, 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 but we all do. It's a human thing. But when you open, when you look at it, um, like now, even you, you're like, oh yeah, of course. You know, we all believe that, that we shouldn't give any credence to what other people think about us. It's that's their business. <laughs> but um, yeah. It, oh, we shouldn't, but we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just. I wish I name. knew where that came from in with in me, and I, you know, as a forty six year old lady, I'm still trying to figure that out. Mm. I'm still trying to switch that part of my brain off mm. to just say, "Who cares? Yeah, my life, my life." But I don't, yeah. and that's um something I probably need therapy for. Let's be honest, <laughs> but <laughs> don't we? All? But running yeah, therapy. Don't we all? <laughs> That's right, and that's right. I I should do that. Um, I do feel good when I run. I do. I come back and go, oh yeah, that that was really good. Or, um, or I'll feel I, even though I'm sore the next day. I mm. kind of like that feeling of being sore the next day, like because it's done. It's done some good. It, it's yeah. made me feel good. So yeah. I do have lots of good feelings about it. But it's often it's the mind feelings about it that stop me. Yeah. 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 So. It's working on a bit of those and, and eventually thinking, well, I always, growing up, one of the things my mum used to always point out was older ladies who were at that point where they obviously didn't care what other people thought, but they were kind of eccentric yeah. and fun. You know, they're yeah. kind of, yeah. you know, and everyone really kind of liked them because they're kind of bubbly, but, you know, they didn't, yeah, they were just... They didn't let things stick to them. You know, they were Teflon, if you like. Um, so yeah, yeah. they didn't care what other people thought about them, I suppose, and they were just being mm-hmm. themselves authentically. And I think that's what we all strive for, <laughs> to try and get to I that point so. at some point. Um, it's yeah. just a shame um, we all seem to have to wait till we're 70 or 80 until we go, we don't really care what anyone else thinks anymore. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> and, you know, I'd really like to, I see all these running clubs in town and, you know, I follow multiple on Facebook. Um, so I'm always there watching a lot of people that have no idea I'm watching them, you know, and, I, and I'm and i proud of them and I aspire to be like them, but I'm also really shy. So yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not comfortable putting myself into that position either. I wouldn't just rock up. Like I did go to Masters a few times, um, but I had someone going with me too. So that was a bit different, but I wouldn't just rock up to a running group. That's why... Even though I know so many people at LRC over the years, I still feel really nervous. Isn't that funny? Really, really nervous all of these years later because I just don't feel like I'm in that club. I feel like I'm just an outsider. So one day maybe the light bulb will switch and I'll go, actually, I am. (laughs) Or I don't really care. Well, you don't have to. (laughs) Whatever. That's right. No, I know. (laughs) It's just just my silly thoughts about it. And I know that they're not um, um, realistic. Yeah. They're actually real. They're just thoughts. They are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one day, one day I'll be, I'll change my thoughts. <laughs> if you want, or to. I won't. Yes, if I want. Or, or no, you I could just ignore to. them. I wish I did. I don't I, enjoy it. I, I wish I was. I wish I felt differently, and I wish I had different thoughts about. Mm. It. I wish I didn't care so much about people, mm. but I do, and it's silly, and I'm very aware of it. But so, hmm. 
something um like I've done a lot of life coaching in the last few years as well and something that stuck with me as from a particular I need a master, permanent life coach a master life coach was that um uh, she's very had a lot of anxiety and she still mm-hmm. does and she didn't say yeah. like the anxiety's gone it instead yeah. she on those days when she wakes up and she realizes she's quite got a lot of anxiety today she just will say to her anxiety look I know you're there I acknowledge you're there, but I'm not going to pay you any attention. Like, so you, it's not that you're saying oh, go that. away or mm. reject. It's just that, yes, I acknowledge you, you're there. You know, I acknowledge that I'm feeling a bit fragile today, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just not going to give you all the attention. So I, it's it's kind of a little subtle shift. So mm-hmm. because often the things that we try and get rid of, including weight loss stuff, because I was quite overweight as a kid um, and as a young adult, um, that's what we focus on. And if we're trying to lose weight, if we're trying to not be anxious, if we're trying to do all that stuff, then we get more of it because that's how the universe works. So a bit woo-woo there, but that's how that's mm. how things work. We just get more of what because we're focusing on it, even though yeah. it's, we're focusing on something negative we don't want, but we're still focusing on it. And then we tend yeah. to get more of that. So It's a good spin on it for sure. Mm. And this is this if you if you come down all my thoughts about how I feel about running an exercise and my weight, it probably does come down to anxiety. And um it can it's it's interesting if your mind plays to that way, someone's negative comment can stay with you for 15, 20 years. Absolutely. It exactly. sticks to you like glue. Yep. Um and I'm very aware that that happens with me. So there's moments mm. in my life where I might have a negative comment made to me, which then has then stopped me in my tracks. Mm. Um, um, yeah, and, <laughs> oh, golly, and I'm not even growing up in a time, I haven't even grown up in a time where social media is so crazy. Like I know, it is isn't it? It's a worry, so, worry isn't it? You know, <laughs> um, Mind you, I just think, me, I think that uh, kids should be taught more about mindfulness because a lot of that is about, um, yeah, like I was just saying, like it doesn't matter what other people say to you. You don't have to take it in. It's up to you. Totally your choice. Yeah. You know, that because yeah. a lot of people Learning will say to you did that to me or you said that to me. And even a minute ago, that's what you said. You know, somebody will say something and it sticks. And yes, it happens to all of us. I agree. Mm. Yeah. But when we examine it with logic, we go, hey, actually, it was just words. Somebody else said it. I didn't have to take it in, even though I know I did. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, yeah. But if kids were gifted with that kind of um, uh, tools or strategies when they were young in yeah. primary school, they if they understood that and practiced it, like we're still trying to catch up us, <laughs> I think us adults. Yeah, I know, that's now. right. Um, but if they yeah. understood that when they were young, then perhaps coming up into adulthood, they wouldn't have as many hang-ups as we do as adults. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they get taught to be resilient, but what does resilient, exactly. what is resilience? Yeah. I struggle with that word because it, it's sometimes an excuse for people just to have poor behaviour. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. the other person who's receiving it is, is supposed to yeah. um, learn how to cope with it instead of addressing that maybe we should have nicer words. But yeah. but you're completely right and I understand that. I see that about myself mm. and, and it's funny, isn't it? Like because if you were giving advice to anyone else, you'd say all the right things. Yeah, But when exactly. it's yourself, oh, totally. you're, you're just terrible, terrible person to yourself. It's about. It's yeah. about being kind, and I and I realise that too. That that's something I have to work on, and I'll probably be working on it my whole life. Yeah, it's a journey. Yeah. Like um, it's mindfulness journey. itself, which is uh, 
been learning to be a mindfulness teacher is um it's all about that it's it's a, not the a, de- a destination at all we are just um on a journey that's a good point yeah not that's a destination it. we're not yeah going to get mm. to this perfect person version of ourselves we just <laughs> on a journey and it because we change too and life changes yeah. and things change around yeah. us as well so it's just trying to enjoy the some moments in it every day finding some of those moments that are yeah. good. And for me, a lot of those moments happen when I'm running. <laughs> so, so and I think too, if I, if I could quieten down my brain, if I could quieten mm. it down, I would enjoy certain parts of my life a little bit more, like yeah. exercise, Yeah, you know. But because I have so much chatter, um, that might be you've got to get home, you've got to get to bed, you've got mm-hmm. to, got to, got to, got to, got to. Yeah. Yeah. So, so sometimes... Sometimes it can just be as simple of it as saying to yourself, um, all that like all those things are there, but just giving yourself a breath. Just saying, yeah. right now, I'm just going to focus on. So those thoughts will still be there, they'll just be floating around. I'm just going to focus on breathing in and breathing out. Just for that, I don't know, 10 seconds, whatever it is. That's it. Doesn't take any more yeah. time. You can do it in the car, you can do it, whatever. But sometimes even just those micro moments of being in the moment mm-hmm. will eventually add up. But if you find yourself regularly doing that during a day, you'll give yourself some relief from all the thoughts yeah. which we have. Hmm. That'll go away. Yeah. It just gives you no good relief. And I and I know I need tools that way. And I'd be so good at telling other people the same tools. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that I um, don't know how to do that for myself every day. Yeah. So, but I'll get there. But I'm a work in progress. Tie it to things. It could be when you drive to work. You just got to tie it to. So if you tie it to something, um, like a new habit you want to pick up, which could be just a a breath, a mindful breath, once or once a day, or before you brush your teeth or something. You just tie it to something you do every day, and then you'll find it easier to remember to do it, and then not tell yourself off for down. not doing it. <laughs> I'm writing it down right now. Oh, there you go. So today's been quite an interesting episode. <laughs> you're teaching me about exercise and mindfulness. I and love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 yeah. I'm t- talking to myself as I'm well, very as you pointed out earlier. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We are, aren't we? We're always exactly can see it see a bit of ourselves in everything. But totally. yeah. 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 <laughs> so I found um I, I don't like racing. Very much because I'm, I am quite mm-hmm. competitive perhaps. I don't know why, but I just, after all these years, I just don't want to race as much anymore. So um, I need another goal though, to keep my running alive and to keep it moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, I'm not suggesting you do this particularly because I'm I'm thinking about running a really long way, but over a, a journey that I want <laughs> to do, right? Like, yes. but it's a goal yeah. for me, something that makes me excited. No, my running, yeah, it's got nothing to do with competing with anyone else or going faster than anyone else has done that or going further than anyone else has ever done that or anything like that. It's just for me, I just want to come up with a, yeah, a route that I want to do. Simon probably come and support me, and it might take me a day. I don't know, whatever, I'm yeah. still coming up with it, but I guess the point is, um. It's it then gives me a goal and makes me motivated yes. to keep going. I agree. Time. So you I could agree. have a running goal that's not necessarily a an event. It could be a. I um, it could be, but I do like like I really wanted to do the women's five k. Took the weekend off for yeah. it, but that's coming up really quickly, and my hips my hips not going to let me do it. 
Um, so, but Melbourne Marathon's coming up and we're going over for Tony. And so oh, I do awesome. I do remember the 5K with such fondness. It was the most sunniest day that day. It was just 2009. It was it was so beautiful. And to run onto the MCG is just spectacular. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because it's just, you know, the, all the history around that that yeah. venue. But um, I would really like to do that if my body allows. So, <laughs> And, you know, it's only 5K, so I'm sure I can six weeks and I might be able to train for that. <laughs> walk a bit. It's so, <laughs> all right. Yeah, walk a bit. Yeah. Even some of the you fastest runners who run the furthest that have been on my podcast, a lot of their tips have been, just because you're running doesn't mean you always have to run. You can walk and run. Like it's okay. What? Never thought of it that way. Not at all. I know. Although at Bruny Island, every time I had to, my Lord, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> killed me. <laughs> Even like Amy. Like I had so I'd Amy love on. to do that again. That's what, like, um, yeah. Anyway, I've had lots of them will say, the people, especially they're going quite long ways, but they they do say that there's no reason why you can't walk while you're also running. That's fine. There's no rules. Yeah. I have found as I've started running last year again that when I did walk and start running again, mm-hmm. I could, whereas years ago when I first mm-hmm. started running, I couldn't do that walk. If I'd stopped to walk, that was it. I was done. Never it started wasn't. again. Okay. No. So I don't know what's happened <laughs> all these years later, but I can restart. So yeah. that's interesting. It's yeah. given I used you... to find that was really frustrating. Yeah. Like if I started to walk, well, that's it. I'm done now. You might as well just get the car and come pick me up. <laughs> but now I can know, okay, I'll stop for a second, then I'll get going. And okay, well, that was that was still all right. Mm-hmm. Still that's a good run. Something mm-hmm. I ask um, most people on the podcast is, what do you think running has given your life? So if you did hadn't started restarted running again when you were an adult, didn't have it in your toolbox, what would you be missing? Um, so what has it given me? Yeah. Is the question. Yeah. Um, it's given me oh, this is gonna sound a bit funny, but um I've been able to be with my family. It's something I, like I could that. do with my family. Yeah. So as that's why I think I think of well and for Tony, you know, when we've run together or I've run with the kids at LRC or Bruny Island, we've been able to do it. It's it's something we all had in common and mm. we could all do together. Yeah. And I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud that we dragged them mm-hmm. to, uh, to, um, to LRC <laughs> in the winter and they didn't get to do soccer and they didn't get to do netball. <laughs> we did it together. Like I, growing up, I didn't have that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Not that that was a bad thing. I'm not saying that yeah. in a negative way, but I really loved that for our family. So running has meant family. So no. Yeah, that's mm. awesome. I love that. Yeah. I do. Mm. Like, so um, so few families. That I, I could do it with them. Do do that kind of do movement together necessarily, apart yeah. from, you know, the odd trip to the playground or whatever. So yeah, that's awesome. Because for a lot of that time, especially when they were little, I wasn't included in that. Mm-hmm. So when I was now a runner with them, I felt included. They, mm-hmm. I was in their group. There yeah. you go. I, yeah, I loved that. See? I miss that now that they're all. Oh, and now that we talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Bruni Island is not going anywhere. In a few years, if you all wanted to, just yes. drag them all into I, it. And we will. We will, we, we will do it again. We'll do it again. Yeah. Not this year because we're going to go away for Christmas, but um. But we will do it again. I know we will. Mm. Awesome. 
for sure. And the boyfriends and the girlfriends. And all of the, <laughs> yes, it'll just become yeah. much larger. I watch um, The White Family. Um, I don't know if you know um, Kim and, and Chris and they've got four children. Yeah, four. Um, yeah. And but they're mostly oh, yeah, grown up. Oh, yeah, of course I know them, yeah. And they're mostly grown up. But they've all, all of them but one are married now. Yeah, all of them but one are married now. And so they all bring along their <laughs> their other halves and it's just growing yeah. and growing. I'm like, at some point you might need like two teams instead of. I, I think that's wonderful. I can't, and you know, you're the same. Yeah. I can't wait for the grandkids and all of yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> going to be fun. fun. Mm. We'll all take right. them to the last. <laughs> I'm not going to date Natalie. <laughs> we might. I might do. Oh, you will. You're good. I yeah. actually, um, <laughs> when my children were young, I said, do you want to go to Little Lats? We'll go try it. And, oh, uh, sure. So we went along just to one when Jake and Nicola were really little, my older ones. And um, we were, like, waiting around. It seemed like all after, all day. So it was probably still morning. Got up early yeah. up there and it was like. And we got home later and they were like, oh, gee, it, running club's much better. It's quicker and it's over and, and we're not all just waiting around and sitting in the sun and, and then they didn't want to go. Yeah. I went, oh, cool. <laughs> well, let's not do that. Let's let's have summer for other things. <laughs> so, yeah, that is true. Yeah, anyway, that is true. That's, oh. So we didn't do that. So I'm anyway, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what my grandchildren in the future decide to do. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And whether their parents can go out and help them rather than <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right. Oh dear. Um, is there before I get I will ask you for tips for beginner runners in a minute. But before okay. I get there, is there anything about running that we haven't touched on that you wanted to share, like about running in general? Um <laughs> No, not really. No. No, I mean it's it's not the easiest thing being a lady, being a runner. There's a lot you have to consider. Lots of bouncing bits, <laughs> the, the bouncing bits and things. You know, you have to wear the white right bra. You have to right, wear the right pants. I don't like it if my um, my um, tights fall down. Um, yeah. They have to be above the belly line. You know. Yeah. That, that part of it, I sometimes get really frustrated. Tony goes, oh, wear some shorts. No way. You can't wear shorts. They creep up in the middle of your leg. No way. You can't do it. I find that really frustrating. The attire yeah. and being ready for it and yeah. having, yeah, do I wear a hat? Do I have my hair up? I know that sounds silly, but I'm probably <laughs> probably speaking truth for a lot of women. Oh, um, totally. Especially, you know, like you've got to get the right outfit. Um, and it can be just a yucky old t-shirt, but as long as there's comfort and all your bits stay in the right place, yes, you weren't expecting that answer. But um, yeah, that that's something. That, so my run the other night, I wore the wrong tights. Literally had to tuck myself into my t-shirt into my tights so they didn't fall down. And it was just, you know, it ruins the rhythm. It it's really a drama, <laughs> an unnecessary <laughs> drama. No, exactly. Thank goodness it was nighttime and not many people could see me. But yeah, <laughs> I find that frustrating. <laughs> it does oh, seem unfair. Blokes yeah. just seem to be able to head out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I do remember breastfeeding oh. and um, needing two pairs of bras. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right, and then the sports thing over the top. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was all just <laughs> way too much going on there and uh, then getting back and being quite wet because the milk still would have leaked everywhere. <laughs> <It was> like... <laughs> 
lovely. I do remember a run after George was born that was not great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do yeah, remember that. Yeah. It was agony, actually. Yeah. So that is interesting yeah. that you've meant that. You mentioned that sort of wardrobe malfunction type stuff. <laughs> oh, far out, yeah. Because oh, I probably won't say it, but, you know, even if you're on videotape running and your boobs are swaying, um, you know, that can cause a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Like because people yeah. have seen that and or wobbly bits. And, and, yeah. and so you want to look the part, but then when your body's different and you've had, you've had some children or you're post, yeah. um, postpartum or your menopause or whatever, you know, it's not easy seeing yourself sometimes as a woman yeah. or a man. Yeah. When you're not expecting that vision. Yeah. Like, because in your head, you've got it all together, but then you see it and you go, oh, geez, that's not what I thought I looked like. No, I'm like, what's I, going on I with my like arms? A, what is it? What's the beach? Baywatch. <laughs> I, I'm, I obviously look like Baywatch. And then you see a picture of yourself and you're like, <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. Not what... <laughs> yeah. And there, <sighs> there's a lot of self-talk around that then too, like, oh, geez, I need to work on that, which is really ridiculous. Yeah. I can beat myself yeah. up terribly about that sort of stuff. But but it's there, it's, you know. What do you think when you see someone else running who's a bit overweight and a bit jiggly or whatever? What goes through I your think mind? nothing other than pride exactly. and happiness for them. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I have yeah. to remind myself when I'm beating myself up is, hey, yeah. Um, if other people other people are not judging me or or going or laughing or whatever, in fact they're just um, they're probably being just like me and thinking, yes, she's out there doing stuff. Yeah. She's not sitting on the couch or whatever. There are the conversations. I think too. Once you become a runner, which is a crazy thing to say, but when you see other people running, you always look at them. You're yeah. always like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> Do exactly. I know that? Oh, I haven't seen them run before around Perth. Oh, what they- oh, good on you. Yeah, it's. We're all in this big club of runners now. I used, I used to always think on my way to running, when I saw runners, I'm like, don't they know running clubs on? Should I stop and tell them about running club? They don't have to be running off here. They could be running with us. Yeah, yeah. What's going that's on? That's right. That's right. That's right. So true. The fact that so many people oh. run anyway. It, it seems now. Once yeah. you start running, it feels like everybody's running too. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. Mm. All right, Yvette, you have been amazing. You have shared some awesome stuff, which I think is really going to help people too because you've been really raw and really open. You know, we've had lots of talk about conversations that go on in, in our heads and yeah, you've, you've yeah. been um, really kind to, to share that with us and vulnerable and I appreciate it. So thank you. Um yeah, it's been an awesome conversation. I hope I hope people listen with kindness too because, yeah, I know I shouldn't care what other people think. I know that. I've just talked you through that. But <laughs> I think it'll help. It's going to help people. Yeah. Like yeah. mostly you even see that now because of social, there's a positive side of social media is on those occasions where people have actually said what they're thinking, in a, in yeah. a way, which has been hard for them. It's hard to do. You notice there are a lot of people will reach out and say, I'm so glad you said that because I'm feeling that yeah. way too. But I never yeah. was brave enough or whatever to step up and say it. So, yeah. Thank you. I'm tr- as I'm getting older, I'm trying to do that more, especially too. They've been parenting, you know. Yeah. It, it's, you know, a, a friend asked on social media yesterday about, do, do you enjoy book week? No, hate book week. <laughs> Hated book week, hated trying to dress up every every kid, trying to figure out how much money do I spend? I, oh, I haven't got enough money to spend, you know, over the years yeah. when we were a little bit broke. It was really Absolutely. hard. I was like, I'm going to tell you the truth. 
<laughs> I don't have to love book week. <laughs> no, you do not. Mother with children. No. No, no I and don't think it was one of anything. my favourite things. I think we no. just passed the same costumes down through the gym. Luckily being in a big family, <laughs> the kids have helped out with future book weeks, which has been fantastic. Exactly. The older ones have helped the youngest. I love yeah. it. Yeah. All right, Yvette, do you have any tips or give us some tips for anyone who would like to start oh, running? I think I've already said it. And I actually say it to anyone who says to me when they hear that I've just gone for a run, maybe that's mm-hmm. two, three Ks, whatever it is. And they'll say, you know, no, I'm not a runner. And I'm like, yeah, you are. You just got to get through the wall. Yeah. You just got to regulate your breathing. And yeah. so don't run as fast. Go a bit slower. Try and slow your breathing down and just get through that wall until your body's warmed up. And for me, it's like six to eight minutes Yeah, is when I'll start to regulate my breathing. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and then see how you go. Mm-hmm. And try to get to 10. Yeah. Cause that's ten, what, 10 that's minutes what or 10 kilometres? 10 minutes <laughs> 10 kilometers takes so much more <laughs> oh, yeah but so just you, even 10 minutes makes you feel so good it does yeah like yeah. there's never been a time really when I finished a run where I felt crap I mean I might feel tired or whatever but I haven't gone oh, I wish I hadn't done that that makes yeah. sense I yeah, could just feel better even if I didn't feel like going for a run or whatever or if it wasn't fun once I'd finished, I was glad that I did it. It's probably a better way to put it. Yeah. 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 Do you call yourself um, a runner then? Um, you have actually sometimes. a few times in this. <laughs> I was thinking, you yeah. started off by saying, I don't call myself a runner. And then I think I heard you call uh, yourself a runner a few times. Yeah. Not that it matters. Uh, it can change. No, it probably doesn't, but it changes <laughs> from minute to minute. Look, I probably should call myself a runner. I know how to you run. Should. And I, and I do run every yeah. now and again, and yeah. I'd like to be, I'd like to be a better runner. And I'm hoping that, um, that if I'm able to lose a little bit more, that it'll become a little bit easier with that load off as well. Yeah. And so my yep. body will be able to just be a bit freer. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's something I'm hoping for. Um, mm. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Planning for, let's go with that word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> planning for. Because mm. <laughs> that's kind of, yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's a positive word. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Yvette, you've been awesome, as I said before, and really vulnerable and raw, and I love it. So thank you. I do appreciate your time that you have shared with us. It's going to help heaps of people. Oh. So thank you. Thank you for asking me. It was a bit of a shock. <laughs> Not thank at all. You. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it for a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit. Head over to the website, fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.